the fire. When you know and believe there's a God who created you, God who redeemed you, and has given you a life of purpose, that's the foundation for a Thanksgiving purpose perspective. When people start to take responsibility, when they try to look at a problem or a challenge from a different perspective, Mm -hmm. things can radically change. Problems can start to be solved. Healing can start to begin. So the psychological literature notes that connection between that gratitude, Thanksgiving, and Mm well-being, there's blessings out of that. Welcome to Through the Fire. Cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today. Talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. The doctors are in. Hello, hello, and welcome to Through the Fire, where we try to cut through the chaos in the culture today with sanctified common sense that comes from God's Word. Uh, It's November, it's fall, it's Thanksgiving time, and the call to be thankful is in the air. You know, I I love this time of year, and that's why today our topic is something that's always timely. It's the power of a Thanksgiving purpose perspective in life and in our culture, too. But we've got a special opportunity today because we're talking through all of these good things with our guest host sitting in the Marie Seltz captain chair, our daughter, Devin Marie Seltz. Hi, Debbie. Soon to be Dr. Seltz. Thanks for being on the program today. It's good to be here, Dr. Dad. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> I didn't I like... realize that I was sitting in the captain's chair. Oh, oh yes, oh, you boy. are sitting in. She's the captain and you are sitting in that chair. But I think I think you're going to fill that chair wonderfully today, and I do think your mom would be proud to have you sitting in. Now, to our listeners, uh, Dr. Marie is even now flying high overhead, returning from a, a cross-country trip with friends, and she'll be back with us next week. But today, Devin is not only sitting in the captain's chair, she's following in her mom's footsteps in many ways. She's in the final stages of her doctorate. She's also a practicing counselor right now, and she's you know, and I say this uh, truthfully. I, I've known you for how many years now? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> no, and this is the truth. She's one of the most thankful, purpose-focused uh, persons I really know. And I've known a few. I've known a few. So today <laughs> no, she's going to bring you. all that and a practical perspective on our topic because of the work she's doing in people's lives. Oh, thanks, Dad. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how a Thanksgiving purpose perspective on life can help people focus not just on their problems, but Mm -hmm. help them see solutions that might otherwise they miss. Yeah, well said. But before we get into our topic, okay, uh, have you seen any good movies lately? You know I have. (laughs) You saw it with me. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It was that Ryan Reynolds, that Free Guy movie. The Free Guy movie. I thought it was pretty funny. For people that don't know Ryan Reynolds, he is a very affable, uh, he has a boyish-like humor. Right, right. He brings that straight to his movies, so... I got to ask, why are you asking? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you you thought we were going to be talking about a Thanksgiving uh, purpose perspective, right? That's right. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen, I know that's kind of a cheesy way to get into the topic, but I like the movie too, and especially the theatrical uh, narrating device about the sunglass people. I'm Mm -hmm. going to use that today. And for those of you who don't know it, the movie's about a video game. Reynolds is an NPC, a non-player character, um, who comes to life. So, you know, he's just supposed to be a meaningless character that that active players dispose of to score points in their game. That is until he puts on the sunglasses of one of the player characters, and those glasses help him see a whole other world. In fact, they help him see a whole other way of life. 
I like that part of the movie too. It made me think, who is this guy? Yeah, what's, right. what's the point of the game? And he really does start to ask questions about why he's doing what he's doing. Right. And I'm not sure if the movie totally pulls off that underlying question, what is the purpose of life? But it was crazy how different his life became when he literally put on those sunglasses. Yeah, he put them on. And that's what I liked about that today. So I think, you know, life looks completely different when we look at them, at our life through the lenses. And that's what I'm talking about, the lenses of a Thanksgiving purpose perspective. So, you know, just to let you know, I mean, this is not a rose-colored glasses way of looking at things. It sometimes sobers us up. It's a challenging way to life. It's a, it's a way of life where the responsibility always stops with us, even when you're facing challenges maybe that you didn't call. But I think, and and I hope together we in our mm-hmm. dialogue, I think it's the best way to live. Well, it is the best way to live. We okay. probably should start with some definitions, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, maybe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Is that what you're She's always correcting me. Always have ever, correcting. Have you ever noticed this? I got two women in my life that are always correcting Always me, but, helping. Okay, well, you are helping. So why don't we start with some definitions? So according to Merriam's Webster Dictionary, I have it right here on my phone. Isn't that funny? We have books. I still have books. She has it on her phone. We go have ahead. it on our phone. I did not mean to interrupt. I know I do. Please apologize. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so gratitude <laughs> is simply the state of being grateful. Okay. But I also did some research on this too. In an article in Positive Psychology titled, What is Gratitude and Why is it so important? They quoted on the Harvard Medical School saying that gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether it's tangible or intangible. Okay. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. And as a result of gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or even a higher power. I see this in my counseling work. The attitude of gratitude is often described as the appreciation of what is valuable and meaningful to oneself and represents a general state of thankfulness and appreciation. The point is a Thanksgiving purpose perspective is how you look at things, not a result of what things are. Yeah, so you've got that perspective going in kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? See, I like that. I, I I think, and I talk about that too in my work, people think of Thanksgiving as a result of things turning out well when it's really a state of mind that comes from your faith in God and your love for others going in. Um, it's a way of looking at all things in your life. And I like that. I think there's real power in that. So, mm-hmm. so okay, t- today then, I know, uh, let's put those glasses on and see how it changes things. It's Thanksgiving time, but it seems though that, even though this seems to make so much sense, our culture is actually taught right now to focus on grievance or equity of outcome or, you know, like everything's got to be fair my way or every other solution to one's problems. It's every other solution rather than personal responsibility. I mean, that's sad, but that's the way it is out there, right? I think you're right in general, but I, you know how I hate to overgeneralize things yeah, well, as well, too. Another correction to the <laughs> the dad host. I think some... <laughs> I think sometimes people think that pop culture in in a way is what all Americans think, and we have to be careful about that, or that Twitter is how things are everywhere, which we know is not true of all people, right? right? Mm -hmm. And that's for sure. But it is true in our our culture today that we're taught to focus on the wrongs more than the rights or the ills of our country more than its strengths. And I think people are taught to focus on what they don't have, which really hurts us. And I mean, our generation is more often taught that even Thanksgiving is an illegitimate that, holiday. That's an amazing thing too, right? Mm-hmm. So our culture calls to give thanks to something that's suspect. So it's pretty hard to develop a Thanksgiving purpose perspective when our culture's focus is on grievance. Yeah. 
Well, in my work, too, as a pastor, in my work in D.C., people, you know, sadly aren't even going back to church, which is one of the places where you develop a, a purpose Thanksgiving perspective type of thing. And even D.C., um, for those of you who think that Washington is going to solve our problems, they're they actually very good at harping on our problems, and even when they create them. Um, and then, of course, they say they can fix it, but they never seem to. So, you know, back when I was r- young, even our culture had a different perspective. I remember our president, President Kennedy, I was not very old when he was uh, president, but I remember his speech where he said, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And that's more of a Thanksgiving way of looking at things. We sure have flipped that around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I also think it's because we've forgotten our source of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, you know, the providence of our loving God. When you know and believe there's a God who created you, God who redeemed you, and has given you a life of purpose, that's the foundation for a Thanksgiving purpose perspective. It changes things. Yeah, it does it? change things. Well, but, you know, you also see the benefits for that way of living in the work you do, right, with the people you deal with. Yeah, I see it in my counseling. Um, when people start to take responsibility, when they try to look at a problem or a challenge from a different perspective, mm-hmm. Things can radically change. Problems can start to be solved. Healing can start to begin. So the psychological literature notes that connection between that gratitude, Thanksgiving, and well-being, mm-hmm. um, there's blessings out of that. Yeah, I mean, it's ever, actually practical results that happen. They've studied this stuff. And right. well, what are some of those things? Yeah, so what we've we found is that there's enhanced well-being. There's mm. deeper relationships that can happen, improved optimism, increased overall happiness, stronger sense of control. Better physical and mental health, which we all need. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And just an overall better life. Yeah. The article that I was researching before we talked was, what is gratitude and why is it so important, right? Right. Um, And so it states over the last two decades, the evidence supporting the benefits of gratitude have increased a lot. So even in all these studies, we're finding out this is the right way to do this stuff. Right. It's the right way to to approach these things. Yeah. And I I also love a quote from the Wall Street Journal article that says, thank you, no thank you. (laughs) I love that title. (laughs) And so this quote says, uh, adults who feel grateful have more energy, more optimism, more social connections, and more happiness than those who do not. So according to studies conducted over the past decade, they're also less likely to be depressed, envious, or even greedy. Yeah, well, uh, depressed, no one wants to be that, but envious. I mean, it seems like we're actually making people envious today, and we want less of that too. So that's powerful stuff. Um, It's life-changing, I think, when you look at life with the proper perspective. And, you know, I can even go further with this in my work because, you know, the Bible goes further. That verse, um, rejoice always, from 1 Thessalonians, it it always blows my mind. How can you rejoice always? Well, because there's a God who loves you, right? Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ. And then later on, it says with that perspective, uh, the Philippians verse says, and then you don't, don't be anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and I probably could read this verse a whole bunch, right? <laughs> well, it's not that we're always anxious, but we're always like, how do I get this done? Kind right, of stuff, right. right. But don't be anxious, in, in, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then I love what it says. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ. So I think the Bible tells us to root our thankful purpose perspective, not in our circumstances, but in the God who loves us, who wants what's best for us, who gives us strength and wisdom to face all these things. All right, so another question then. So if, if this is such a powerful way to live, 
How can people begin to apply this to their lives? How, how do they, you do that with folks that come to you? Yeah, I do that in my work. I, I try to get people to move forward towards a goal. And mm. people come to therapy seeking those steps. So I feel like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, help. <laughs> exactly. So once they're able to kind of define the problem or the challenge, they can start to make active steps to take it on. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Take it on. Mm-hmm. That's a different way to face your life than to let, let just life come at you, right? Right. And then you can also try to see other perspectives about your problems and your challenges. You can try to see the good that's actually even happening in the midst of all the chaos. Right. Um, we were just talking about this the other day with something that you were actually facing at work. She's going to bring this up right now. <laughs> this might be a sensitive topic. <laughs> but I think I was talking to you and I said, hey, Dad, what if you thought about it this way right. rather than the other way that you were thinking? Well, thanks for not delving too deeply. That's into right. It. Always here for but you. But, you know, listen, uh, I, I, I have to admit that change of perspective it, it really did help a lot, and I really did appreciate it. Dads don't always have to give advice. Uh, we can sometimes <laughs> use good advice. Um, but it really was, and, and I think we, you know what you're pointing out, too, is all of us need to be challenged with this Thanksgiving purpose perspective about life because it is easy to see things from this grievance unfairness perspective when things are happening to you. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to forget sometimes as well, too. And so Mm -hmm. we all need it for sure. And it really does begin with those little steps, I think. It begins Mm -hmm. with trusting and sharing your life with the ones that you love, which can be a vulnerable thing. And if you like, uh, we've been talking about there's so many blessings to be working on your perspective of things, looking at things through these glasses of Thanksgiving and purpose. I like this metaphor, glasses of Thanksgiving and purpose. <laughs> we got to write a book on this. That's right. Okay. Your first one. <laughs> so, well, Devin, I, I mean, that's a great point. There, there's so many blessings to this personally, but one of the things I also want to talk about today is our culture could use a good dose of this too. I think Thanksgiving rooted in one's faith and God and one's love for others, it creates purpose in life. It makes life worth living. And that's not just something we need personally. Our country needs to recapture this. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just reading an article for our, in prep for our program today, too, by Dennis Prager. And it's about it's called Socialism and Secularism Suck Vitality Out of Society. Now, we're not going to talk about socialism and secularism. But he was talking about the role of religion and freedom and even thankfulness and, and how that's shaped Western culture. And he said it this way, religion in the West raised all the great questions of life. Why are we here? Is there purpose to existence? Were we deliberately made? Is there something after death? Are morals objective or only a matter of personal choice? Do rights come from the state or from the creator? And then he goes and says, religion gave positive responses to this. We're here because we've got a benevolent God who made us. There is ultimate purpose to life. Good and evil are real. And we have to face those things. Death is not the end. Human rights are inherent since they come from God and so on. And then he talks about secularism. And in this sense, I just want to talk about like this notion that there's really no one to give thanks to. Mm-hmm. You know, secularism is like, if I'm going to give thanks, it gives thanks to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so he points out, that's what his definition kind of is. He said, but that kind of life drains all of this from life. If no one made us, death is the end. We're no more significant than anything else. We're results of coincidence. You make up your own meaning of life because there really is none. And good and evil are just euphemisms for what I like and don't like. So I love what he said, and I think it adds to our discussion because he said, knowing why you're thankful, you're created by a benevolent God, knowing that there's purpose in life allows you to face you know, the challenges that exist in this world from that perspective. It's got mm-hmm. lasting power. So I think there's a blessing that's accrued even in our culture just because people, as a rule, they decided to live this way in, mm-hmm. in, in this place. 
Wasn't there another time that you were discussing Dennis Prager and said, our belief to God is one of the keys to our our freedom? Yeah, yeah, I did. So saying that if you live in America and don't believe in God, well, for sure, act like you do because your liberty depends on it. Yeah, I, I remember that. And, and, you know, it's such a provocatively interesting mm-hmm. statement because, first of all, he's not a Christian. He's a he's a Jewish person who's a moralist kind of in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But he said that. He said our freedoms, our rights, they depend on them being rooted in something bigger than government or policy. He said our freedoms are rooted in the fact that human beings are created in the image of God, have dignity and worth that is uh, in rooted in reality above all else. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I love. I said, from that point of view, then, a thankful purpose perspective is best rooted in that reality, too, mm-hmm. you know? So I've already talked about ways that I I try and instill that in my way of looking at things in people's lives and okay. counseling. Um, how are some ways that you have done this with, with people? Okay, well, I mean, in my work... Previous long time ago now, because I'm a DC guy now, but <laughs> in my work as a pastor before, I just think it was always back to basics with this. You know, Thanksgiving and purpose, that's a way of looking at life that has to be taught into you um, because it's not always really natural. So you start with Bible readings, but not just about the teachings from the Bible, but the events there, because you got to see how God actually worked in people's lives. Um, you got to see the struggle that all of us have to maintain this Thanksgiving purpose perspective because, uh, you know, I guess what's actually most normal is our brokenness pulls us to complain, Mm -hmm. to be aggrieved, to be jealous of what others have. So that was one of the first things I did with people. And as I counseled them or or taught them is to start filling your mind with these truths of Thanksgiving that were part of God's promises and then go about your life, you know, um, with that perspective. Mm -hmm. You've always talked about having that right perspective first and then taking up the challenges or the issues before you, right? Yeah, I think, and and like you were saying too in the the research, I mean, you you have to have that perspective going in. It's not a result of good things happening. It's a perspective about how you know things are and Mm -hmm. then you face what's going on. So I think it's also important that, especially because you just brought it up, this isn't easy to do. No. Yeah, And, and I think sometimes it's actually impossible. That's why it's a faith thing too. But um, that's why you got to have a your spiritual biblical voice constantly in your head telling you like it is from God's <laughs> perspective. Um, but in our culture, I think we need to also get back to a robust self-governing way of life that thinks about God's providence. And I think too many people today think of life as something owed to them, uh, something that needs to be given to them. Um, the ask-not perspective needs to be recovered. And, and that's mm-hmm. why I think the glasses of the Thanksgiving purpose perspective, <laughs> I think, are, are so important. You know, uh, take them off, um, and the world is mundane, yeah, even meaningless. Put them on, and the world becomes a place of tremendous possibility, I think. So going back to the movie, thinking okay. about the movie, that's where both of us felt that uh, it kind of missed the mark a little bit. It just bit. didn't feel right. I mean, the solution, the movie was pretty good. Yeah, it was funny. It was cute, yeah. you know. But then when it got to the the payoff, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. so you felt like it missed it a little bit. Yeah, at times it, it, it really did make me think, but it, it felt like it ultimately was missing something. And I think I even said, I feel like it's missing its soul. Yeah, I, I love when you said that because I thought that that's actually what I think is right. I, I, you know, in fact, but I don't want to blame this because I think a lot of movies today like this. You know, they're trying to do these these great uh, stories that that all have kind of a basic good, evil, and result, and they somehow miss it uh, mm-hmm. differently today. Um, I think that you know the theme of this movie, and and again, we you know go watch it. Yeah, you know. it's a great. It's a good. It movie. was a great. Yeah, it was a great fun movie. But but it was I, it was kind of like, hey, my life isn't doing isn't just doing the same thing over and over again. And then the payoff was. 
I get to do whatever I want. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not it. That was part of the problem. That's the, you know, the self-focused, selfish way of looking at things. Yeah, it might seem, you know, good for a time, but you know, you take the glasses of this Thanksgiving purpose perspective off and your life is smashed to pieces. That's a little intense. <laughs> a little violent. Too too violent. Yeah, for a you? little violent. <laughs> the movie wasn't violent, no, though, was it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay, maybe that's too extreme. But you know, the point is Thanksgiving and purpose gotta be rooted in something mm-hmm. outside of ourselves. And and like we always talk about, it's gotta be directed towards other people besides ourselves. So now listen, you know, we say this in church, and I think sometimes, you know, people forget how how cool church really is and how it blesses us with things that we'd like, wow, that's really true. Mm -hmm. Well, we have one of these things we say in our liturgies called, it says, life is faith towards God because he does all things well for us and fervent love toward neighbor because that's where life is meant to be lived. And Mm -hmm. I just go, man, what a perspective. And it's so simple, so fulfilling. So another uh, article too that, you know, Cal Thomas, you, you read Cal Thomas too, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read this article by Cal Thomas and it talked about fulfilling a purposeful life. And uh, he called this article Life Lesson. And he visited these people from the greatest generation. Uh, translation, folks, that's older people, okay? <laughs> people who lived a lot longer ago than you and I have. Um, well, maybe not that much longer than me, but longer than you. Um, but he, the, he quoted some of them. They said things like this. We didn't always have it. They made it through the Depression kind of folks. Mm-hmm. We didn't always have it good, but we always seemed to have enough. And then he said, here in middle America, where farmland extends to the horizon, I passed an inspirational yard sign that said, Self-control, having a life purpose bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And it was so simple. And he said, but it just cut right to the heart of it. So, so I think that's something we need to recapture in our personal life like we've been talking about. Right. But our culture needs that today, too. We need that perspective as a way to challenge things you know, that are before us and just get to work. It's interesting. It always comes down to the simple things. And I find that in my counseling as well, too. It's always like, let's get back to the basics sometimes. (laughs) And people are like, that seems so simple in nature. And I'm like, but it's really not that simplistic, not to be confused that way. Um, And then also, of course, there's common truths doesn't mean that it's easy to do, too. So putting by putting on those glasses, like we were talking about, of Thanksgiving purpose perspective for life will sure make help you see things differently. Yeah, I think so. And, and well, like you've also shared, that there are real tangible benefits, even in your field, that mm. you can measure, right? Yeah, to our personal, our spiritual, spirituality, everything. Yeah, life becomes a better way to live. Well, you know, Devin, uh, well said from the captain's chair. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little scared. <laughs> well said almost, Dr. Devin. Um, it was great to have you on the program today. Did you have fun? I had a great time. Did Thank you. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we sure enjoyed and we appreciated having you on the on the place. And uh, your mom will be back in her rightful chair. But maybe <laughs> one of those days you can sit in my chair. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was a blessing. It was yeah. fun, but I think it was a blessing. And, right? and I hope it blessed others, too. Yeah, I think it did. Well, it was fun for me to have you on Through the Fire. I love the work that you and your mom get to do. I love that you're able to be a blessing to people in your counseling and coaching. Good luck in school. Thank you. I need it. <laughs> no, thank you. And that's it for today. Put those glasses of uh, Thanksgiving purpose uh, for life perspective on and, and, you know, again, live life in the power of faith toward God and fervent love towards others. And remember, there are two kinds of fire in the world. The one that burns and consumes. And the one that burns and empowers. May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength to face any fire. Till next time, Little Embers, I'm Devin. And I'm Greg. See See you you soon. soon.
Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media. FamilyVisionMedia.org.